Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. Uh, today is going to be an awesome message. My husband and I are here together. Um, you don't want to miss this one. I am so excited that uh, this week, you know, we actually are going to be announcing some some really cool things. So go ahead and make sure you have us on Facebook. Um, we have a like page, Ryan and Krista Yesta. And um, when we travel and do meetings, um, revival meetings, that's where we will stream those. So if you want to make sure you you uh, see uh, those meetings, make sure you're on our Facebook page. And then um, our Instagrams, our personal Instagrams, um, we, we also keep in touch with you guys on there. So go ahead and follow us on there, um, and you'll definitely want to be on there this week. The Bible says in 1 Peter 2, verse 1, it says, Get rid of all evil behavior. It says, Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Like newborn babies, you must crave pure spiritual milk so that you will grow into a full experience of salvation. uh, The Bible, the King James says, desire the sincere uh, milk of the word that you may grow thereby. You know, all of us, when we got born again, were born, no matter what our age was, we became, uh, we got born again. So we started life over as a Christian. So everyone, no matter how dignified they look, if they get born again, they're a spiritual baby, and their understanding needs to grow. Um, I've said this before, but uh, the unfortunate thing is a lot of people don't understand that their growth is up to them. So growth doesn't happen automatically. There's still uh, people who've been Christians for 40 years that are still spiritual babies because they haven't done the simple things the Word of God says. So in here, the first thing, and I talk about this a lot, when I was a teenager, my youth pastor used this analogy of unplugging, like a wall plug, like if you've been living a life of sin, you unplug, and there's certain things you don't do. You understand, hey, there's certain behavior that's going to cause me not to inherit eternal life, and so I unplug from that behavior, but you have to plug in somewhere else. So the, the, this, this is a great um, context for that. It says, get rid of all evil behavior, be done with all deceit. Any lies in your life, any things, any lies that you perpetuated, any things that, that you've made people think that aren't true, go and, and bring those up. Confess th- to those people. You want honesty in your life. You don't have to have a great memory if you're honest with people. Um, you don't have to t- what did I tell this person? Uh, get rid of all your behavior. Be done with all deceit, hypocrisy, jealousy, and all unkind speech. Jealousy shows that you're a spiritual baby. You're jealous of other people. Someone else gets promoted. What about me? Someone else gets blessed. You know what the proper response to promotion for someone else is celebration. Proper response to blessing for someone else is not what about me? It's celebration. It's not, man, they always get favored. It's celebration. That's a, that's a brother and sister in Christ. That's someone who's, who's gonna, you're going to share an, an eternal inheritance with. You're going to live in eternity with that person forever. These are things that show where you're at. If you're dealing with insecurities, jealousy over somebody else. There's people who are in the ministry who are, who are jealous of other ministers and they've never grown up in a certain area. But the number one way, the only way we can grow is through the word of God. The, there's a couple things that mark your your babyhood stage, if you will, as a Christian. Number one is innocence, and that's that sh- uh, shows, hey, we've come into a new life. We're children of God. We're new creatures. The old man has passed away. The great thing about innocence is it's something that we never lose. No matter w- uh, where you get to in life, you'll, as a Christian, 
uh, as a full-grown son of son or daughter of God, you still maintain your innocence that you're a new creature. The next thing is ignorance. If you look at a natural baby, one of the things you, you have to watch out for is that baby just wants to put anything in its mouth that it can. I saw this uh, meme the other day, and it was a lady, and she had her like two-year-old or one-year-old standing next to her, maybe a two-and-a-half-year-old standing next to her, and this this pigeon comes and lands in her hand because she had feed and the pigeon landed on the mom's arm and picked up the piece of corn and this child snatched the pigeon and grabbed it by its neck, reached out and pulled the little piece of corn out of the pigeon's mouth and put it in her own mouth. That's what children do. They just want to eat everything and anything. Oh, found a dead lizard. Let's eat it. Let's taste it. That's one of their ways that they explore. What happens with Christians, um, what happens with Christians is that people, uh, is people don't know what they should be eating. Christians, they get in and they, and they have a desire to grow, but they don't, but they'll listen to anybody. If you're, if you're a new Christian and you're listening to more than five or six different preachers, you're, you're most likely doing it wrong. Yeah. And and it'll get confusing for you. You know, it's good to have one or two um, people that are really speaking into your life. And it's also okay to need that help. If you are, if you are just coming into the kingdom of God, you are a baby Christian. And that's, that means that, you know, there's a time of development. You, you aren't going to raise yourself. You know, you need, you need the word of God poured into you. And that's why we would say, you know, don't, don't have five or six different um, pastors that you're listening to. Don't go to five or six different churches, you know, pick a church. That's a, a Holy ghost church. That's preaching the actual, the word of God and, uh, and find yourself leadership that will pour into you. That's, that's going to walk with you through this. You know, one of the coolest testimonies, um, that I think that we've ever really heard was, uh, John Edwards. Um, he's a, an Irishman, but he, he, um, his, his testimony was crazy because he basically, um, was addicted to drugs, really hungry for God, went to Bible school, but landed up back in the streets, even years after he'd gone to Bible school, goes to a church and ends up basically basically like getting dragged to the altar, but he's passed out drunk. He comes to, he beats up the pastor and like a bunch of other leaders in the church. And the next day he ends up, he's in the hospital, passed out. He wakes up and every single person that he had actually beat up and, and uh, just went crazy on was in the hospital with him. And they said, we're going to see you through. We're going to walk with you, even though he had done all that. So, you know, and it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. Um, I know that God will put people in your life that are going to walk with you through um, these beginning stages. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to be like, I don't know what this means. I don't know what the word is talking about. I don't know how to read my Bible. You know, the Holy Spirit is there to lead you into all truth. He's there to guide you and he's there to actually illuminate the word to you as you read it. But if you have questions, that's, that's okay. You can ask those questions. I think people have this idea of like, people naturally don't want to appear stupid. So a lot of times they're just quiet when they don't understand. Like if you sit in an algebra, algebra class for the first time and it's algebra three and you haven't taken anything, you're going to act like you know what's going on because you don't want to seem stupid. And I think that people, people have that, but you have to be willing to just humble yourself because what's the ultimate goal? It's to understand, it's to gain. The Bible says that we grow in grace by knowing Jesus. Uh, so 
as we begin to know him through his word, that's how the grace on our life grows. And, and, and we can't do anything without the grace of God. Paul said that it's by the grace of God that I am what I am. He said, I worked harder than all the disciples, but it wasn't me. It was the grace laboring on the inside of me. And so for him, it was everything came down to what he was able to, to, to glean from the word of God, from the spirit of God. And so for people, if you're, if you have questions, I have people text me all the time, Hey, explain this to me. And some of them are simple questions, but you know, it's better to know than not to ask and be in confusion. If you have questions, that's why a good spiritual authority and having people you listen to. And even when you're listening on YouTube, because I do a lot of supplement listening beyond Pastor Rodney Howard Brown, listen to J.D. Shuttlesworth, listen to Kenneth Hagan. You know, there's people that we listen to, but it shouldn't be in all camps. You should look and say, who who's the writer of this thing? Who's the one who's um, who are they spirit filled? Do they believe in revival? You, there are preachers who who are can preach well, but they get over into the soulish realm. You shouldn't be listening to a bunch of people at once. Like stay focused. Um, so uh, being fed, knowing that you need help, and then also um, the number one way to grow is just yourself reading the pure Word of God. It's good. It's it's okay to read books about you know on certain subjects of the Word of God. But just read the word and then control your input. So even besides uh, spiritual things, you know, we all have songs that we wish we would never have heard. We all have movies that we wish we would never have seen and some things you can't unsee. And so guarding your eye gates, guarding your ear gates, people who you spend time around, things that you watch on TV. When you're learning to grow, those things can only stunt your growth because they, they, they're, they're things of the old man, of the old nature. They're things that you used to do. So making a clean cut, having a clean break from those things and controlling your inputs because you grow up. If, if, if you are eating 40% junk food, by the time you're seven or eight, you're going to run in like a kid. If he, if he's fed 40% junk food, <laughs> he's going to run into some serious issues by seven or eight. That's why there's, you know, these kids who aren't even 10 years old, that have diabetes now. It's because of this craziness that they're fed growing up, they're fed nonsense. And so finding uh, the way that you can tell if a ministry is worth listening to, one of the ways is the doctrine right. When you're a baby Christian, you probably won't be able to tell that right off the bat. It's uh, the, the Lord will lead you, and that's why listening to just one or two people. But then besides that is a pure life. If people have had scandals, if there's been, you know, that's the thing about the River at Tampa Bay Church is like Pastor Rodney, married to one woman, no scandals, no money scandals, no anything. I mean, there's people who write bad stuff about him, but none of it's based in reality. And so hanging on to the right form of doctrine and and the sincere word, reading the word for yourself. And if you need any other suggestions of ministers to listen to, of course, we would suggest um, Dr. Rodney Howard Brown, our pastor. And then also um, somebody who has a lot of material out there, very easy to access, is Jonathan Shuttlesworth. And they are on Facebook. They go face, they, bo- they go live every single day. They've got a 24-hour radio station. So um, getting, getting hungry for the Word and just getting the Word in you um, is going to grow you really fast. You know, even, even when, you, when you've been saved a long time, if you haven't developed a hunger for just listening to the preaching of the Word, you need to begin doing that because that's going to keep you growing. You will stay at a certain level if you haven't listened to the word um, for extended periods of time on your own, not just church. You know, we have such, we live in such an amazing age that we can, we can consume the word like never before because it's so accessible to us. You know, think about it. Um, you know, 50 years ago, if you wanted to read the word, you had to read the word. You know, maybe somebody got a 
got a Bible on tape, but they're, um, you know, or maybe they could get some sermons on tapes, but man, we have such a, an awesome um, value added to our life with the fact that we can go on YouTube and we can get, you know, I can pull up um, Dr. Rodney Harbron's YouTube and I can pull up things that he was preaching in, in the 80s, you know, and I can find all these cool, awesome messages. Um, I can do the same, you know, for, uh, for, uh, for, for Jonathan Shuttlesworth. I can pull up um, just hours and hours and hours of the, the pure preaching of the word. So finding a, a minister that, um, that preaches the pure word, that is so important, not just somebody who um, is just preaching with really cool um, one-liners and really cool clothes. <laughs> you know, there's, there's got to be substance to what you're listening to. If you listen to somebody preach and more of the time you're like, huh? Like, that's, that sounds cool, but like, I don't get it. Then you probably, you might, they might actually, you know, not be saying a whole lot of anything. And so, you know, just the word should be simple. The word should be easy to understand. Um, you know, there's a simplicity to the gospel. It's not, it should not be hard to understand. So find preaching that actually ignites your spirit, that your, that's your spirit, um, you know, grows from while you're listening to it. Yeah. And then a couple of things, just uh, things that we've learned kind of along uh, our journey in, uh, is, is pay attention to your inputs. But what do you do before you go to bed and what do you do when you wake up? You know, it's my goal. Um, I was reading through my notes and I found this on my goals. I'd written to always have a, the Lord's song in my heart. You know, when you're in a place of faith and a place of joy, there's a scripture, there's something, there's a faith statement, there's a song that's revolving in your heart. But sometimes you have to feed into that by what you do right before you go to bed. You know, your subconscious Actually, one of the ways I was reading, um, uh, one of the ways they teach children actors to memorize their line is they have them recite their lines right before bed because they're subconscious. It's the last thing that they're thinking out, thinking about, and so it sticks by the morning. So if you're, uh, you know, I used to tell my mom she would be watching Midsummer Murders before bed at ten o'clock at night, and I'm like, mom, no. Have you had a good night's sleep since you've been watching this stuff? What you choose to listen to. I keep a, a book. I read the word first thing in the morning. I keep a, a like a Kenneth Hagen book or something. I'm reading a book about healing right before I go to bed. So the last thing I do before I go to bed is I'm thinking, of, I'm reading the word and thinking about um, uh, something to do with the word of God or victory in the word of God or a, a subject like healing or the blood of Jesus. So what do you do right before bed? And then what do you say right when you wake up? Your first words are important. For me, it's uh, Alexa, stop for the alarm. But then it's, it might be is, hey, good morning, sweetie. But after that, it's, Lord, I thank you for today. This is the day that you have made. You know, it's, it's, me, it's me speaking faith. It's me speaking the word of God. Don't say what you feel. If you're waking up and you're like, oh, crap, I got to go to work again. I got to get out of bed. Oh, I wish I wasn't alive. If, it, if you, <laughs> you, you're like fighting an uphill battle. So um, what are you saying when you wake up? It's the little things that count. We want to encourage you as you grow up, desire the word of God. It's the best thing that you can do. It's the one thing you'll continue to do for the rest of your life is be a student of the word. Share this with a friend. We love you guys. We'll see you soon.